0: Hey, this is Clint Byers. Thanks for listening to our podcast. I had an idea to chat with people who are connected with our ministry from all around the world, and I'm calling these conversations with gospel influencers. These are people that have ministries in their countries or regions or even churches, and I thought it would be good for you guys to have an opportunity to hear from them and recognize that the gospel is the same no matter where people are. So sit back, relax, and enjoy these conversations. Yeah. So, you know, just informal, I kind of wanted to chat. I thought it would be cool to, well, first off to just meet you guys. And then also for, you know, some people that are connected with us locally and non-locally. So for anybody watching that's not local and, you know, but you're keeping up with what we're doing and it's helping you and either your ministry or life. I want to do more chat too. But, um, yeah, so you guys are in Stoke. Is it Stoke or Stokes? On Trent,
1: uh, Stoke on Trent.
0: Okay, Stoke on Trent. That's like a very unusual name for a city. Yeah. I've never heard of a city oh. rename like that before. <laughs> no. That's a phrase. It's more of a phrase than a city name, really. This is, this is Courtney, yeah. by the way. Hey
1: guys. Courtney.
2: Okay.
1: What you've seen? See him,
0: you've seen him preach.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah.
0: Paul and Donna. Yeah.
2: Good to see you guys.
1: Yeah, I'm Jake. God bless you.
0: I hear Adam coming. Are we going to try another option? No. Okay. <laughs> That's all I got. That's all you got. We'll figure it out. It's fine. We'll figure it out. Yeah, um, Good.
1: Yeah. so yeah. Stoke on Trent.
0: Take four. Yeah. Yeah, No. but yeah, thanks for taking time to do this and chat um i you know i think one of the reasons why i wanted to do it first with you guys is because you're actively in ministry I, i've watched a few of your videos and um you know they're good and you've got a yeah. group of people that you're trying to minister to you know and and not that that's more important but i just kind of feel more connected to that right now people in your situation that are that are really trying to you know spread this gospel and 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 reach and minister to a few people um so yeah, I uh, have a bunch of questions, but maybe uh, the first one would be, how in the world did you find, about, find out about us
1: all the way over there? <laughs> Good question. Yeah. Um, through Facebook initially, so um, that, trying to do it briefly. Um, I always sort of look for uh, grace preachers or people that are preaching the gospel. Mm-hmm. Um, and I saw your name come up in Forward Church, so I on Paul connected Ellis on Facebook and I was listening to some of your messages. Sorry, say that again.
0: On Paul Ellis's site, mm-hmm. or you did a search on Facebook for that?
1: Oh, no, just on uh, Facebook, oh, Forward okay. Church came up. So um, so I linked on that, and then obviously uh, I saw your name. Wow. Um, and then I was watching... Uh, your servant and that's when I connected with it because <laughs> when you know it's the real gospel you just connect don't you mm. you know when it you know mm. the way that you preach resonate with us yes. um, because it's the it's the real gospel and us
2: because it's the truth
1: yeah because it's the truth and I've said probably you've heard in some of the videos that we've done but the, when I first became a christian the gospel didn't seem that good mm. the good news didn't sound very very good because it was like you, you got it you know it's great news but you've got to do this mm-hmm. and that, actually after he thought well if the gospel is good news why is it Jesus and something mm. um, and it was only after sort of the last few years so I, I've grown up in church and um, so I, I'm in my early 40s now I know I don't work it. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I've grown up in church, a time out of it for a, um, for a few years, but always striving in church and under a mixture is what I've got, so not just legalism, a mixture. So it was a bit of law, a bit of grace. Right, right. And uh, it came to where, it, you know, I just thought, I, I can't do this anymore, what's the real gospel? Mm. Um, and just started to, you know, uh, hear ministers like Joseph Prince and such, and start to listen. and Think actually,
2: mm-hmm. this
1: it. Uh, that's what resonated with us when we heard that. When we started to hear that God isn't angry at you, um, God's for you. Um, the gospel is good news. It's not good news, and then it becomes bad news. It, it is good news. Um, and when we started to hear this truth, um and we, you know, we said to the Lord, we said, "Do it in us. Show us." You know have to be a Christian Um, and very much when we got into hearing about grace things started to happen very quickly whereas uh, things that we've been believing for for years under the mixture Mm -hmm. either never happened or you know took years and years and years and years Um, and you know the scripture that comes to mind is it's the goodness and kindness of God that leads to repentance Mm -hmm. and that's why I believe god is good and that's what we believe is because we've seen how good the lord is and he is a good good father because he's so good and we've received that goodness for us that's what we wanted to share with people you know you, you preach on um identity you know identifying with christ and that's what is missing in this generation people either haven't got a father you know they don't go to church they don't know uh you know if they have been to church because religion especially in the uk you know there's a lot of tradition um
0: yeah, i was going to ask about um, that you, you said know, you grew up in church um so would that have been in like an anglican type church or very liturg- uh, liturgical type church and how they order their service or are there um, independent, uh,
1: churches uh, I, uh, yeah independent so it was, uh, aog so assemblies of god oh, so um, but without doing the testimony too much. Um, my, my mother died when I was uh, 16, 17. So I, I went off the rails a little bit. Similarly.
3: Well, I was just going to add, because the reason why you feel connected to Clint as well, because you've read a bit of your testimony, your backstory. Yeah. You,
2: know, you can I identify don't. with a
3: yeah. bit of yeah. Clint's backstory, can't yeah. you? So, again, yeah. you felt that connection, didn't you, with Clint?
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, well, I know you didn't have the... You know, the church background sort of thing that I had, but I, w- I went down the, the drugs route at a, valley, a very early age, uh, LSD, ecstasy, weed from about 13, similar age to, to yourself.
0: You seem so clean cut, that doesn't seem like it would be part of the <laughs> <your> story. <laughs> same <with>
3: friend. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly the same. With you.
0: Yeah. So That's you the have, grace of God. Did you have the long hair, everything <laughs> as well? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you can hear but There's a delay and I think it's freezing.
1: Um, but yeah, so going down that path of drugs and always fe- uh, always feeling guilty uh, yeah. under condemnation um, and never feeling like I could come to church. Mm-hmm. I always thought that everyone could read me like a book. Um, so yeah, just, just off the rails for it for a good while. And then, this is a bit of
3: quite religious upbringing really didn't yeah you get under that with going to that church and yeah. stuff and your dad's ways and very restrictive and that's part of where the rebellion came from because we yeah. know as soon as you say no it arouses want, the flesh yeah. so i think and it was quite restrictive one to your home yeah. life always everything was safeguarding don't touch drink it's of the devil and don't do this and don't do the other and i think that's what
1: yeah as that don't came out i wanted <laughs> want to try right. <laughs>
0: So Donna, did you grow up in uh, legalistic or I guess mixture also?
1: Yeah. Um,
3: I had a Catholic upbringing, but it okay. wasn't devout. Um, but again, it's religion again, isn't it really? So yeah, it was based on you make doing penance and asking God to forgive you every month for your sins and then just going about the same failure cycle and so really I wasn't interested in in anything through my teens after going to church as a child, lost complete interest. I wasn't as off the rails as Paul was mm-hmm. um, but I from my early 20s was desperately seeking answers to my purpose in life
2: mm-hmm.
3: and so I, I met Paul pretty early really didn't I? You yeah. got all that out your system by the age of 20, early, 20s. early 20s and we met
2: yeah.
3: not long after you'd come out of, it, of all that really yeah. and um, I'd started to
0: that's very um, similar to me and Sarah I was early 20s kind of coming out of my fog met Sarah around the same time she was going to be here but I, I forgot <laughs> I wasn't paying attention to the clock so I'm actually doing this from my <laughs> office then my home office because I wanted her to be there but we'll do another yeah. one anyway back to what you were saying
2: yeah
1: yeah yeah so yeah we met early on yeah. um, yeah. and we got married early uh, yeah. had a, a first son um and then we just thought this is it we're married now what happens you know what, what,
3: happens next? what
1: happens next sort of thing um and we went down the route of thinking you know you've got to be a serious dedicated christian mm-hmm. you know and we wanted our lives to change you know um so we, we were attending uh, a meeting for you know a long time for 15 years
3: yeah Ooh. i mean the, what when we got married it was like if, if this is it now if we're going to do this properly we're going to we're going to seek god we're really going to yeah. seek god not really having a relationship with jesus at this point it was more we're going to seek god up what yeah and then as we started to read the bible because i've never re- read the bible prior to this i'd had no understanding of scripture you had had some haven't you what you were taught
2: yeah
3: um but like a bible's a new thing to me then and um i remember saying um what was my pivotal thing that i said at that point i'd seen something in the scripture isn't that in
2: timothy is <laughs> yeah. it
3: through timothy where it says in the, la- in, those, in the last days there'll be lovers of souls lovers of money boasters yeah. idolaters haters of what is good disobedient to parents and i'm doing the lesson thinking oh no this is me yeah, this is me <laughs> oh no i need help I and mean, it was it, it was at that point that we started saying as well that if if god is god and he can do miracles where are all the miracles it was yeah. a kind of was it is it thing yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, gideon. like
1: gideon if if god's here where's all the miracles that we read about in yeah. scripture yeah and then we started to um I, i'd say as much as we knew we were committed, weren't
3: we? Yeah, we've gone really the yeah. long route round, to be yeah, honest. Yeah. we've gone through the religion, and then straight into legalism, and then the last into intermixture <laughs> for the last, would we say, three years, three and a half years, yeah. where we've really heard the true gospel now, yeah. and obviously that's revolutionised things now in our thinking or yeah. understanding, and and um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> coming out of that, it's just like. As, as as we often hear many times now, people say it's like a weight lifted off your shoulders, and yeah. to see Jesus as He really is, yeah. I've not seen him before. Because you're veiled, aren't you? The law, the law veils you, it, it dims mm-hmm. your vision. Yeah. You don't see Him for what He is. I've never understood the finished work of Jesus until now, and what that meant, and mm-hmm. just how good God is, and how much He loves us and rather than just being a phrase now that oh god loves you we know that he really does love us yeah. because of our understanding now that we have a finished work of christ so it
0: it's, really is a revelation well, so, so, so. That, uh, that you have to catch you know and that's that's something that i've learned <coughs> um ministering in this gospel Well, it really is the only thing i've ever known you know you, you grow more into yeah. it but um watching people come out of religion come out of mixture come out of legalism yeah uh, you know it's it's like they just don't get it i can understand when paul was preaching and they would say well you know are you saying that we should continue in sin so that grace may abound he's like what no no it's like it's a revelation that you that people just don't understand and not a revelation in that god is withholding something from them but their heart just hasn't seen it for whatever reason you know yeah. And I would encourage you to, to keep at it because as you're trying to help other people understand this, um, you it can be frustrating when you're looking at people and you're explaining it and articulating it so clearly. And it's one of the reasons why I have asked the Lord to help yeah. me minister simply and, and clearly and not with a yeah. lot of bluff in it, you know, just to the point, uh, you know, yeah, there's possible because it's, it's, you know, it, people have so much built upon their understanding and built within their hearts and emotion packed into their experiences that they just can't see it. Um, so I, I wonder yeah. what it was for you guys that, you know, your heart was at a place where that switch flipped, you know, where it was like, okay, I'm, I see now. It's different than what I thought before. Whereas before maybe in your previous uh church understanding or just your you know your previous understanding you would have thought no that's that's like liberalism or that's you know greasy grace or whatever people mm. call it like like i wonder what yeah. the switch was for you guys
1: um i mean i, I was preaching mixture mm. uh, you we're actually preaching yeah for a long time so i'll preach uh, the goodness of god and then all about what you've got to do Mm. As well, yeah, um, And it got to where there there was a um, what would I say? It is? So obviously we had the the <laughs> there was a couple of things that happened in my life where I basically we, we've got our own business as well. Okay, um, and I got ripped up. One of the stories is I, I got ripped off quite a lot by um, a guy that I work with. Mm-hmm. Um, and we nearly lost everything so we had knocks on the door off bailiffs if that's what you call um in Bully. the states i don't know yeah um, so we had the knocks on the door and donna's ringing me up saying there's, there's people at the door uh, and all these debts were coming in and basically someone had swindled us and we had to pay all their debts off and i just thought do you know what I've, <laughs> I, I keep i keep making bad mistakes you know getting things wrong i thought i can't be doing this and the, the first thing the lord said to me was he said i'm going to teach you how to be in rest that was the first thing
2: yeah
1: and when i, I didn't even know what that meant at that point so this was three three years ago probably more than that and i thought i'm so tired
3: yeah oh, we were sort of put in a position where there was nothing left for us to do, no. which was a great position that, then to <laughs> be in, even though it, was a, it seemed such a hopeless situation, that was the pivotal point really, yeah. was left to understand to do that God us. said, there's nothing more I can do, so yeah. God says, well let me do it now.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, so it was, the Lord just said, I'm going to teach you how to be at rest, and I thought, well I've tried everything else, So I thought, I'm just going to learn to rest. And he started to show us how to let God work on our behalf and sort things out where I've always been a little bit like Jacob, trying to sort things out myself and uh, wheeling and dealing and doing this sort of thing. Um, And the Lord started to speak to us about rest and just trusting him. Uh, And things started to happen pretty rapidly, didn't they, from that point within sort of six months we'd gone from, uh the point of bankruptcy to where um the business started to do really well um uh, new business opportunities were um happening contacts were happening from people that I'd never met so I was getting emails of offers uh, to work in um I work in dentistry by the way as well by uh, day <laughs> as as a dentist um, uh, uh, A denturist, denturist. I think you've got them in the States. Uh, Maybe a hygienist, you clean the teeth? Uh, He makes makes dentures, 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 uh, and implant sort of things. Okay. Um, But yes, so I was getting um, uh, opportunities and work. Uh, We moved house into a, a house we could never have dreamed of. Just so many blessings. Mm. within such a short uh, space of time. Mm. Um, and at the, at the time, I remember we're having, uh, obviously, a lot of phone calls with solicitors and all these for all these debts that this man had accumulated. Um, and I remember sitting there thinking, God, I've got to pay this man's debts off. Mm. He swindled me. And he was going to walk away free. And uh, we were on the holiday at the time. And I was on the phone to the lawyer, the solicitor, and Donna just said to me, "said just just pay it. If we if we lose everything, we still got each other. We have still got the Lord. We can we can start again. And uh, it, it's good to have you. <laughs> I will. Spice you know, I'll,
2: I'll, I'll
0: push pause there because I, I did. I um that explains why you guys have such great teeth here in that dentistry field <laughs> but i that was something that i noticed and i told my wife as well is that uh, i think i used the word cute you guys are cute <laughs> together i was cuz i was watching one of your videos and you know it was it was really um I just appreciated watching it because you guys fed off of each other. <clears throat> you know, you were helping each other remember what scriptures you were trying to think of mm-hmm. and it was like you know, you were you were thinking out loud in front of each other in a part of one of this video yeah. you know, like you weren't you weren't teaching out of something that you had prepared. You'd stopped and you looked at each other and so I just you know, I appreciate that that you have that in your marriage that you guys actually discuss and think about the word out loud together in front of yeah. each other, you know, and, and that, you know, it's a great example. Yeah. So I don't know if that's something that you feel like is a part of your ministry, but, um, you know, even, even just, yeah, the, well, even just the example of that, doing that in front of other people, uh, in front of other couples, you know, married couples is, uh, it's instructional itself just for you to do that as an example, you know? So. More of that,
1: yeah. No, thank you. Yeah, we appreciate saying thank that. you saying that. Pete. Yeah, de- definitely a work of the Lord, isn't it? Yeah. Yes, we are best friends. And we, we go ahead, we we minister, yeah, we minister together. And we've always just believed, um, well, we're best of friends. We go to the gym together, we work together, uh, we minister together, uh, we everything. Do
3: everything together.
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but we believe that's our calling, um, and that's how uh, New Creation Fellowship that we started. That we started as a home group just let with me, our family. Me,
0: before you talk about the church, finish your story because I feel like that there was going to be a good story in the. Oh, it froze there. I feel yeah, like there was a good story in the debt, and then and then we'll talk about your church. Oh right,
1: yes, okay. We could write a few books on it. But yeah, so you should. we're on holiday and Donna just said, Anna. <laughs> um,
3: well, yeah, we're on the verge of bankruptcy, yeah. essentially. Um, on the holiday, just said, if, if we lose everything, as you've said earlier, we've got Ooh. each other, we've got the Lord. And at the end of the day, we had enough scriptural knowledge, should I say, to say, well, the Lord will take care of us. Yeah.
2: That's
3: all that we had at that time. We know the Lord will take care of us no matter what and he did take care of us. Business opportunities. But what happened was we, under, we started to understand when you said that place of rest is knowing that it's God's goodness to, towards us and his kindness that leads us to change our mind about right. him. towards. Because initially through all these business transactions that you're doing where you're getting it all wrong, you were thinking that some of the consequences to your wrongdoing was deserving yeah obviously there is consequences to our wrong actions and wrong decisions um but you felt like you deserve them so you didn't it didn't sort of instill in you the sense to to run to god to, to mm-hmm. look for him as a place of refuge support and to deliver you yeah and it was only when it came to the point where we were nearly bankrupted and what can we do now was the point where god's going right now now i can speak to yeah. you now i can now i can minister to you yeah. now i can show you and let let me be God, not you stop being God, let me be God for you.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: But then it became more of him just being God for us. He starts to show us about his grace, what he's done for us through his son. And that, like I say, the, the scales fall off our eyes. Mm-hmm.
1: It, it wasn't, when all this was going on, it wasn't a short thing. This was over a period of seven years where I wasn't sleeping. Ah, yeah. Um, physically, obviously I was stressed. Uh, physically, not so great. I
3: mean, because of not now what we understand, condemnation, mm-hmm. the effect, the physical effects it can have on the body. Yeah. You're experiencing physical ailments, yeah. and bleedings, um, it, even like that are yeah. like really unusual. And
1: yeah, so I was that stressed, not to be crass or anything. I was urinating blood. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously, normally people would go to the doctors, and <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, it yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, it, so it's not that we hadn't experienced a lot of things, there was a lot of suffering, but because of wrong thinking, you're thinking you've got to suffer for these things because of mistakes uh-huh. that you've made. Yeah, God, you know, God's teaching you something, etc. So when we share on our videos, it's not that we're talking from not having the experience, we've experienced it. Yeah, we've gone through uh, death, we've gone through sicknesses, mm-hmm. loss all these things um but we've since we've come to the place of rest where the lord was saying "Let let me show you now
2: yeah. and when he
1: started to do it honestly Clint, it was in such a short time
3: and effortless is the word effortless. we would describe it because prior to us understanding the gospel of grace when we talked about us going to a church where we were under a mixture
2: hmm.
3: um we would learned a lot of bible scriptures we've got a lot of under well it, a, lot of knowledge. a lot of knowledge but not we weren't established in the truth yeah. we just had a lot of head knowledge we could we could recount scripture we could quote scriptures and we were we were at a, a church where it was all about confession but we were confessing without the belief behind it and now understanding scripture of david said i believe therefore i speak And so the speaking comes out of the believing where we had added the cart before the horse. It was, we were trying to speak in order to get, and again, the confession thing, which is a good thing for us to to do, became a work and everything just became a work and an effort and a work. And it was robbing us of that relationship, that connection Mm -hmm. with the Lord, that intimate relationship, everything was a work. Have I done my confessions today? Have I read my word today? The checklist that you hear so many times, so often...
2: And it was only when we were
3: because we we tried to be strong and we had like a stiff upper lip and we we can do this and we are doing better than them because we are doing this 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 and this and it was really in that whole situation where we were virtually bankrupted. Thank the Lord he brought us through yeah. that and kept us together in the marriage. I, I think that was the the saving grace of the faith and all of that is our relationship really because yeah. most people it'd fall apart of the yeah. scenes, wouldn't they really it yeah. they great or separate or. So the Lord was gracious in keeping us together. We've got that good relationship. Joe, yeah, get to the end of yourselves. Let me, let me do it. The Lord says, let me do it. Yeah. We we understood. We've been frustrating God's grace. That's what we've been doing, frustrating His grace from flowing. Yeah. Because yeah. we didn't realise His grace, as we know now, is is unearned, undeserved, unmerited favour.
1: Yeah.
3: The gospel of grace is the true gospel.
1: Yeah, and it was good news. all oh, along, it was good news. There's only one gospel. I think it's on the right. So, yeah, so that was our... Um, I think
0: uh, more people are starting to understand, you know, unfortunately, a lot of people discover the gospel and don't see it in church much. And so they basically just leave church. <clears throat> and so there's this kind of anti-church movement. Yes. Uh, because of the mixture and the legalism, but yeah. um, uh, I don't know, I, I think yeah. gospel is on the rise. I just I really do, especially with oh, the definitely. internet. You know, the internet is such a powerful tool, yeah, for to access and find. Definitely. I mean, do a search for you know who's preaching yeah. the gospel on Facebook, and it you know, a third of the way around the world, yeah. we pop up. It's just it's crazy. So, yeah. It's well, that's
1: to... it. exactly, yeah. yeah. No, i was just going to say Quent. Um, when i was looking um where we live now i was looking for ministers who were preaching the gospel great and um, that's
3: the only thing yeah in the uk we we've sort of looked so i don't want to if this goes and we think well we're preaching grace we just in our locality yeah. we haven't found anybody preaching grace because we were looking yeah. to find a church and but the church that we were in at that time, we just felt like it was just, we couldn't remain there.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: We, we stayed longer than we ought to because yeah. of the love for other people, but there was never an opposite, opportunity arose to share with them the way we wanted to share. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was really dead, sorry to be, yeah. you know, it, it yeah. was dead. And we just felt like we needed to come out, didn't we, really? Yeah. And then we just said, Lord, what do we do? We can't seem to find a church that preaches grace. And he just said to us, well, you be the church, you be that church.
2: Yeah. And so
3: we started off the home group pretty much like yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously yours has grown from just meeting at home, hasn't it, to what to what it is. And it's continuing to grow now. Mm-hmm. So we believe the Lord will do the same with us. Yeah, has he got Amen. The house mm-hmm. isn't big enough, really, is
2: it now?
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I joke about it all the time. We'd still meet in our home if we could fit, but we just can't fit there. You know, people keep yeah. coming. So we went and got a building, and uh, yeah. we're trying to save for a new building, which you guys sewed into that. Um, I'll make that public. You probably wouldn't have, but you know,
2: yeah. I no, and staff the world, and everybody
0: yeah. in, involved here appreciates that. So, so you started. No, so you yeah, have I'm a home group. To. Yeah. So you have a home group now. Are you able to meet?
1: Uh, we've we've met obviously with all this COVID thing that's gone on. We haven't been able to meet with everyone at the same time. So we've just sort of met in uh, smaller numbers. Um but hopefully anytime soon we can start meeting. We are well we are meeting again this week, aren't
2: we?
1: Hopefully with everyone this week. Um but yeah so going back to what Donna said when we were searching for ministers who were preaching the gospel of grace, you came up (laughs) all the way in Georgia. (laughs) Over here. So that that's why I thought can we attend Forward Church every Sunday? Get a flight out there. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> well, you know, just make a bunch more dentures and just get you a plane and fly on over here. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the ministry that you put online is obviously that. That I guess that's really part of your ministry. That you're not putting your home group meetings online. That's you're in your home teaching those people the, these things yeah
1: and yeah. how's that going though? so so we, yeah it's good so we we were doing the online um videos because obviously we couldn't meet mm-hmm. um and then we started to connect with a lot more people same as with yourselves from uh around where we live but further and abroad america okay. yeah uh, you know australia them sort of things which was really good you know really encouraging yeah but how we um obviously the home group there's a lot of our family members that have started to hear the gospel now um and their lives are being changed which is fantastic you know genuine change of hearts yeah. that we are seen them come right. to the lord okay. um and being delivered from things effortlessly again yeah. but also just uh, especially at work for myself um i interact with so many people um and when we go to the gym, the Lord just sort of brings people across the paths where we interact with them. And yeah. some of those are coming uh, to mm-hmm. our home groups, even, you know, people that we've met at the gym
2: yeah.
1: uh, or at work and things like that. Just fantastic. Um, well, that's great. Got people where, yeah. And just just people uh, are saying, look, you know, I didn't want anything to do with religion, but I've never heard the gospel preached in this way.
2: You're in
0: the right
1: got place. God is yeah. for me. <laughs> yeah so is Um, the plan
0: now are you guys over there um so if you wanted to you could just i don't know how church works over there i mean obviously you're probably pretty free to do what you want to you could probably go rent a building i assume and start meetings
1: yeah yeah
0: is that
3: yeah yeah
1: Yeah, that's a plan so we've looked at we can rent somewhere um but also we're trusting the Lord for musicians and that sort of thing of well. Okay. Um, you know, to do, all well, that sort of thing. So yeah, we know, we know it's gonna happen. Yeah. you know, we, we just know if it was to do with us, what can we do? The Lord will build the church That's and right. he wants to reach people uh, and he'll add to it daily. You know, when the gospel is being preached. Right. And we're preaching, you know, forgiveness of sins. The Holy Spirit can minister and that and he's drawing people mm. from all different walks of life. And they you know, they'll say, they've said to us, they said, look, I'd never go to church, but if you two had a church, I'd come. And that, that's nothing to do yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. not to big us up at all. No. I, it says I, is, I, completely I know it's yeah, I know yeah. it's the Lord. Um, and that's what they see that they, they find there's something familiar about us but they don't know what it says. So this is unbelievers. They like being
3: just around us. And I think that's the thing that's drawn us to yourself, Clint. Um, every time we hear Clint, we, you speak, praise the Lord, the anointing. You speak so effortlessly. Yeah. Um, so we, like, we can really relate to you. Like you said, it's not with all fancy He just speaks it as he it says. It's not complicated. The Lord never meant it to be complicated. Yeah. He meant for us to get it, to understand him, to relationship with him. and. Mm-hmm. The way you deliver it is just well. We know it's the Lord. It completely resonates.
2: Yeah.
3: It's effortless and it's really relatable, and yeah. that's what we love. And it's real, yeah. real, genuine. Yeah,
1: definitely. Very it's tough. clear.
3: Very clear. Yeah,
1: very clear. Because before the gospel, even when we spoke to some people, we said it was so confusing. Mm-hmm. It was. It seemed like they had to do so many things, and now when they hear the real gospel, it's like I've never heard. It preach this way and you know thank the lord that's how you come across at forward church as just effortless you just talking you just sharing mm-hmm. from your experience the truth
2: yeah. Yeah.
1: the the wisdom of the lord that comes out um and that's why you know we, we've connected with you cause it because it's the same spirit that's what we you know that you're all sharing that's the same what we believe
0: and i yeah i see seen, the, seen the, as well, all you? the
1: ones that i've watched
0: sorry I was talking over you. This delay is kind of throwing me off a little bit. It's
3: the delay, yeah. I think it's our side, isn't it? Really, the delay. It's us, I think. It
2: could be. Our internet. But what did you say, Donna?
3: I said as well, um, you're you're like a pastor to us at the moment. You're our pastor, so on a Sunday when we tune in, and then obviously the people who we know, they... They tune, tune in, in to you as well. So, and obviously they trust us, so they trust our judgment. And so they'll listen.
2: listen.
3: That's how it works, do yeah. not it? So.
0: I think so, yeah. yeah. And, and then you guys get to, um, you know, be that for them as well. <laughs> and then more that God brings along your path. And, you know, yeah. you probably heard me say it, but this is something that we're talking about with our, our just church is, you know it seems like god is using this place. and you know it's not like we're a big church maybe if everyone showed up you'd have 200 people so we're not we're not like a big church you know but um yeah but we do have new people all the time and in the south here where we are uh there there's a little bit of a stigma with storefront churches which we're in a retail space and so we're looking forward to get out of here just yeah. to, you know break down even more um yeah. hindrances but you know i just yeah I see you guys moving along that path as well and, and you're right that's all you do you just you you preach the gospel and you let the lord add because we yeah. started with i think um three couples and we didn't even really know them that well we, we <laughs> yeah. You know so we, we knew that we would start a church in fact we moved to huntsville for the purpose of being trained to come home and start a church but you know, we never even really made a big deal about wondering where are we gonna find people or how are we are we gonna get a band or this. Mm-hmm. We just it just yeah. felt like, all right, we'll just you know, the song always comes to my mind, love the one you're with. So it's yeah. like whoever's in front of you, that's who is come to listen. You know, that's who either yeah. the Lord has sent or you've just interacted or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And, don't, yeah. and don't despise a small congregation. Nine, 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 nine. Nine. Yeah. You know, if there's Definitely. three people there, they're just as important as if there's 300 or 3,000. Yeah. Yes. I mean, you, you yeah. have prepared. You know, because that, that's, a, that's a, a pitfall of a smaller body is to not be as prepared and not yeah. be as ready to come in and minister to those people in such a way as if you would, as if it were a larger group. And if you do mm-hmm. that, if you make sure that you're prepared and if you make sure that you're ready and you, I mean, you probably already know these types of things because it sounds like you were a minister before. I, I guess I kind of forgot that part, but I, you know, I just, it's, it's encouraging to me no, to, to no. And, I, and happy to be connected. But so yeah, so maybe talk a little yeah, bit more. About, definitely. I think I lost you for a second.
2: Gone yeah, you' gone? back
0: <laughs> on. Maybe talk a little bit more about your church, your ideas, what you want to do, the vision. You know what you what Lord what you do know that the Lord has told you so far. So it's called New Creation Fellowship, right?
1: Yes. Okay. So uh, New Creation Fellowship, um, and that was just a name that the Lord gave us a, a long time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. so that that was sort of there, and we always knew at some point he was going to start to to build the church and add numbers like in the Book of Acts. Mm-hmm. But he, but he was getting us ready and getting us prepared so that we'd know the real gospel that we'd receive the love of God mm-hmm. that we'd receive his his grace, and that we were able to then share it, and the Lord would know you know we're safe for people to come to. Yeah. Um. So we you know we believe everything's already there waiting so the buildings are the musicians as you said everything is in place so we know it's just going to all line up and we'll be yeah. ready uh, to go in and we want to you know minister to to everyone just so they know how good he is and we, we believe that like, this generation is missing their identity um you know they don't know who they are they're confused um you know, we've seen with this COVID, the enemy wants to bring separation. So much confusion. Um, Yeah, so much confusion. The, the Black Lives Matter thing that's gone on. Mm-hmm. Uh, people with their identity. Mm-hmm. So we said, you know, if you want to know what the Lord's doing, you can see what their en- the enemy's trying to do, the opposite. Right. So the Lord's trying to bring restoration. And unity. wants you- to bring. And he wants to bring identity and our identity in Christ. So that's what we believe as believers, same as yourself, is to remind people, you know, those that are Christians to, you know, as Paul said to the Corinthian church, have you forgotten who you are?
3: Yeah, because just to us, the main ones that have been we've been associating with and the group of are already churched people with a yeah. church background. There's just one who comes, who I met at the gym, who comes along and she, it's great to see the difference that somebody who's fresh, not been church, not <laughs> been religiousised, if that's even a word, yeah. how she's just like absorbing it really yeah. easy. It's such a blessing to see somebody just getting it and going with and it,
2: fresh. just
3: yeah. like a child, literally. Um, so that's real encouragement but yeah the majority that we minister to our church people and i think like yourself um clint it's reminding them like Paul did, of who they are and and um yeah reminding them of who they are their identity in christ and because um, the, the onus focus like we say we're pro- we've been products of a mixed message yeah. and these guys have as well so it's been really confusing because there's a bit of jesus in there but then it's all about what you must do and right. the old covenant and the new covenant yeah. and it's, it's rightly dividing the word that's sort of what we're doing currently with that little group of people is rightly dividing the word teaching them now that what jesus has done in fulfilling the old covenant mm. and we as new covenant believers what that means and what what jesus provided for us in the new covenant and that's been the main crux yeah. And like we say, focusing on your identity in Christ and what, who you already are, the righteous of God in Christ, not you're going to become that, but you already are that. And that's been the main thing for yeah. us. Yeah. And eventually we believe, yeah, the Lord will build the church. He will build the church. He said he would. And it'll grow and then people, the, the people out there will come.
2: Because yeah. when
3: you're preaching the gospel, when you're preaching Christ and you lift them up, then he'll draw all men to himself, won't he? Yeah. So, like I say, we're not out there thinking about oh let's get a big church and it but we've got big expectations but the expectations now are on the lord not on ourselves yeah and we know it'll grow just like yourself when yeah. you know
1: that's one, one of the i'd say one of the scriptures that we love or that's that it's based on is the the prodigal son story and like
3: yeah uh, that's been massive for us sorry i've you again that, it's always it's so, such a commonly taught um parable and the onus has always been on the lost son the prodigal son but the story is really about the father and yeah. the father's love yeah,
2: and really. so that's
3: what we've really gleaned from that yeah. story we really love that actually we've shared yeah. that story aren't we on yeah. one of the teachings but it's a beautiful story yeah. it? and that's really sort of anchored our hearts yeah. into how much god loves us or as a father to relate to him as a father not a far-off god but as our actual father
1: mm. that, that's one of one of the first videos that we did was come home to your father and that was um i'll I'll share this quickly i did have a a dream uh, and in the dream uh, i went into a church which was the church that the lord had built and it was full of people and uh, it was a surprise even to me donna knew about it in the dream but i didn't know and i was led into the church and i saw all the people and the first thing that was said is it's not big enough for what you want mm. it's just a place for now and the first message so this isn't a dream the first message that was to be preached was the prodigal son and it was that message so that's what i know uh, that's what the father's heart has that
2: uh,
1: yeah. you know for people people to know how much god loves them that he's not angry with them that he, he's gone looking for him he's waiting for them. Um, and he wants to bless them and shower them with his love and with his gifts. Yeah. Um, in and
3: in our locality as well, Clint, there's a lot of denominational churches, a lot of Methodists, a lot of Pentecostals, and there's a lot of Methodist churches that are shutting in our locality. Yeah. So you're uh, finding a lot of the people there are, are struggling to find places to go. But I believe when they start to hear this message, like you say, I believe that it people they are going to be drawn, They're going to, yeah. they're going to come. They're going to come those who've not got anywhere to fellowship once yeah. they hear about it. Mm-hmm. And Stoke-on-Trent isn't a big place, so everybody sort of knows everyone. So we've sort of been in the background, hiding in our little house and little back room, for <laughs> eventually the Lord will show out through us. And obviously yeah. then, well, they'll, then they'll come, they'll come flocking.
2: And
0: it it's just that you know one or two little connections, and then next thing you know, it taps into a whole another group of people. You know, so yeah. So what is the population
1: of? stoke on trent it's about 250000 okay or, yeah so it's not that small but it's it's a and, city and
3: stoke on trent is pretty much central yeah. into the whole of the uk we're pretty right much in right middle. in the middle
1: okay
0: so are there, the are there is there a city or is it kind of more like a suburb kind of country or what's the yeah, no
1: it's a, it's a city okay um, but it's um you can drive sort of 5 miles each direction and you you're in the countryside so we, we live in the countryside so we're just on the outskirts of the city. Oh,
0: so it's not considered you know, a large city. It's always been no, no. no. Not like uh not a
2: large
0: city. But what's the what would be the nearest
2: largest city? Uh, Manchester. Yeah, Manchester.
1: Manchester. Okay. Manchester or oh, Birmingham so right in between, right in between Manchester and Birmingham okay so we're right Bur- in the midlands
0: we, we say Birmingham
1: <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> we have in the we are yeah. about two and a half hours from Birmingham Alabama um but of course we're just about 35 minutes south know, Alabama of yeah yeah but we're about 35 minutes south of Atlanta so so you so you really are kind of in it a, in a, in a yeah. own a place that's got its own but that's a lot of people a quarter of a million people so that's um you know, once you do move into a building, yeah. or even a you know word of your home group gets out, there's a lot of a lot of people to pull from there. Uh, do you? So as far as musicians, do you have anybody that? Um, oh yeah, definitely comes in and uh, plays, or any anybody that you know?
1: Only uh, <laughs> our eldest son. He's a, he can play the guitar.
0: Okay. 16. <laughs> How old is he? Um, uh,
1: he's nearly 16. Okay. So he's uh, yeah. So you know, maybe, uh, I can play a little bit. They get yeah. a little, but not great. Okay.
0: We met um, like so. Our first worship leader. We had I'm trying to remember a couple dozen people, maybe kind of in and out at the time. Um, and I think we were meeting weekly. And then I just randomly met. We were actually going to this other church. Just So when we we left ministry school in Huntsville, uh, well, graduated ministry school, stayed there for about four more years working in the ministry, and then moved back to Atlanta with the intention of starting the church. But we kind of took about a year off, and we visited around different churches. And one particular church, we actually just kind of hung out with them for several months just because... They had great worship and and uh, they were talking yeah. about the goodness of God later on with the day, once they started to kind of get yeah. a little bit more concrete, they were brand new. But anyway, point being, it was our last service at this particular church. And, you know, we were launching out to start our church and this guy is sitting behind yeah. me and there's probably 300 people in this particular meeting. This guy's sitting behind me and, um, the pastor facilitates a time for like right in the middle of the service, stand up, m- turn around, meet someone and tell them your dream. And so this guy's standing behind me and, uh, you know, he's like six, uh, I guess he's six, three, six, two, you know, I'm all of five ten. So I'm looking up at this guy named Dan and, um,
2: yeah,
0: and, you know, we just clicked just like that. It was totally just a God thing. So that was his one and only yeah. time of ever coming to that church. It was our last time going to that church. And then, you know, we became yeah. greatest friends. We're still great friends. In fact, he's coming to play this weekend, uh, keyboards for us. You guys will see him this weekend on keys. He played oh, a couple yeah. weeks ago if you saw him and you maybe you heard me mention him. But So he was our worship leader for a few years and then he had tons of friends that would that he would invite down to come from Atlanta to play. Um, so oh, yeah. you know, I, I, I tell that story because one connection that you make that the Lord builds for yeah. you can open up a whole group of connections that you don't even have to try to work yeah. on, You know, God is just on yeah. the move. Amen. Like he said, you've already learned how to rest in yeah. your relation, your own personal relationship with him. Now, uh, also do that in as the the church and the ministry grows you know and and the online stuff too i mean yeah probably ev- probably for the last year or maybe longer every new person that's walked in and bothered to stay around afterward and meet me and speak and i always ask how did you hear about us you know all of them yeah. 100% said well we've been watching online for a little while you know so yeah, I would encourage you to really push out your content locally. I don't know if you're doing any kind of Facebook ads or anything like that for your local, you know, within, within driving distance of your church. It may be premature for that type of thing. I'm not sure, you know, follow the Lord on that, but, um, yeah, it'd be exciting to watch and pull them for you. Yeah, definitely.
1: Amen. Amen. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely.
0: Cool. Well, yeah. we'll wrap this one up unless you had something else on your heart you wanted to, you felt like the Lord wanted you to share.
1: No, just um, thank you again for mm-hmm. inviting us thank on. For
3: and your time, yeah.
1: For your time and yeah. obviously for your church as well, for your church. Um, really, you know, wonderful things to see going on at your church. And, you know, you're getting ready for a new building. So the Lord's preparing you for what's coming. You know, um, and he's gonna keep on adding and increasing to what you guys are already doing, you know. Amen. Amen. And that's encouraging for us to see as well. Even though you're all over the, you know, over in the US, for us to get to see it, it's an encouragement mm-hmm. to us. Mm-hmm. And it blesses us and to hear, you know, as we said earlier, yourself as a minister preaching the finished work of Jesus and how God he is and that he's not mad at you and that mm-hmm. he's for you and that he loves you. You know, it's awesome to see, and you know, your church is blessed and your congregation. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, we expect to hear more and more good things coming from your church. Amen. Well, so thank you for letting us be a part of it as well. Absolutely. Thanks for connecting. No, uh, it's great. It is.
0: And I think other people that watch this, because I know that there's some people in Canada and Africa and Australia, very, you know, small groups. That um, are are kind of in the same boat that what you're talking about. Um,
2: yeah,
0: <laughs> feeling connected, and and and, it, and of course, you know, we're all we all pull from different crowds, but then sometimes you find you know then then either there's some ordained connections that the Lord has for you, or sometimes you just kind of click yeah. with people, you know, and so you nurture those relationships, yeah. and you 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 yeah. see where it goes, you know. So I, I appreciate that. I can yeah. feel that. Yeah. And I look forward to yeah. staying connected. No,
1: uh, whether it, well, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, definitely. And I was just going to say, hopefully we'll be able to come over to to, to yeah. Georgia. Because we, we love the States anyway. Uh, we always have. We've always have a, so you
0: guys have been over
1: yeah, here? We've to New
3: York and we've been to Texas.
1: Yeah, yeah, a, few, yeah a few times. Okay. Um, not to Georgia. Yeah. To New York and uh, Texas. Texas um, I went to Chicago and then I've been to Canada Um, but yeah so hopefully we'll be able to come over and see you in the flesh
0: (laughs) yeah that would be great you know we we, we thought about um, I don't know we might try to do it here I'm not sure but uh, definitely once we get our own facility um, or stand stand you know freestanding facility um, do some type of conference you know I'm really not a big conference person but but maybe something where non-local people can come and, and we just gather together, you know? So, and so this is kind of actually the, the launching of that doing it remotely through video chat like this, you know, um, one-on-one like this, but then also I want, I want to do pretty soon, um, a group zoom like this, uh, for other non-locals because I think it would be I think it'd just be a lot of fun for one thing but I think it would be important too, to for mm-hmm. people like yourself to meet other people in other areas other countries oh, yeah, cities that are going I just had a guy email me from um, Brighton and oh, yeah he, he was asking of course do you know anybody around my area he said I heard you mention somebody from England where are they <laughs> <laughs> said, well there I don't know how close they are <laughs> But um, I, yeah. so I guess that's what two and a half hours away from you, right? Uh, longer,
1: uh, probably about three and a half, four hours. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Well, who knows? Come on the train.
0: Maybe he'll show up, <laughs> uh, and I'll have, to, yeah. I'll have to connect you guys. I just thought about that.
1: Um, yeah, that will be good. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. All right, Well, thank you for your time.
2: Yep. Yes, thank thank you. you
1: for connecting and everything and it's good to see you. It's good I to actually speak to you. Right, yeah. Uh, screen to screen. Right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And I'll get it worked out where we can actually, what I wanted to do was having people watch us and kind of chat a little bit and ask, ask some questions. Uh, questions. As well. Yeah. We'll, we'll get that going next time. And, uh,
1: yeah, yeah, that's fine.
0: I'll reach out and yeah. but you you do a good job of staying in touch. I, I really appreciate that you're active on the feed. You're in there. You're amening, you know, I love yeah. every preacher loves oh, to be amened. Even if it's a yeah. comment, amen.
2: <laughs> no, <yeah. laughs>
0: but the I appreciate way- how interactive you are.
1: Yeah. yeah, no, it's good. Praise the Lord. Yes. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, nice
2: well,
1: to meet you guys.
3: Bless you. And again. love to Sarah and the children. Yeah. yeah. And uh, hopefully we can meet Sarah again in the future.
0: Yeah. 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 Even if oh, we just God. do a quick private one or something like that, jump on with her, I'll see. But you and you guys are so yeah. far ahead that I have to remember the time because it's only 5.18 here. So it's what? 10, 10, yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: All right. Well, great chatting with you. God bless you guys.
1: Talk to you soon. And you as well. God bless you. Thank you so much. See you soon. Bye. Bye. All the best. Bye.